Hey, 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 what's going on, folks? How are you? How is you? <laughs> How you doing? Welcome back to the No Sleep Startup Podcast. I am your host, Dominic Montgomery, and this is episode, let me check. Let me make sure I don't want to get it wrong. This is episode 46. How you guys hanging? How you doing? Working hard to hear my mouse. That's a magic mouse by Apple. I still use a mouse, you know. I, I do a lot of like design stuff that needs precision. I don't do well with the trackpad, you know. I'm using my iMac. I some, I'll use a trackpad, but that's kind of like a mouse for the MacBook. Anyways, anyways, you guys doing all right? It's a new week. Happy Halloween. What'd you guys do? What were you? Were you something spooky? Or were you something, you know, ironic? You know, were you, uh, <laughs> were you dressed like the guy from the Rocky Horror Picture Show? And then you walked around with one eyebrow raised, so you were the Rocky Horror, or, you know. You know where I was going with that. It's actually a good, <laughs> actually a good idea, man. Oh, Halloween! That was the longest day on earth for me. We had a client. We have a client that's about an hour and a half, maybe maybe two hours away. And uh, you know, you got to check on your clients. Sometimes you got to pop in, say what's up. Uh, so this client, they're rebranding. Um, it's actually really inspiring. Uh, it's an older gentleman, maybe mid sixties, early seventies, and he's rebranding. How cool is that? He's been practicing law in a bunch of pra- uh, doing a bunch of practice areas, uh, but he's very knowledgeable in in one aspect of the law. I don't want to say too much because then you can find out who it was, but. Um, he's very knowledgeable in one aspect. He literally wrote the book on this one portion, this one segment of the law. Literally wrote the book. That's, you know, they printed tens of thousands of them. And uh, so he's rebranding to, like, be the expert in that field. And he's like, I want to give all the knowledge I can possibly give on this topic. That's all I want to do. So I want to rebrand. And I want to, you know, be the guy for that. And that's so cool, man. So that means, you know, new site, new website, new branding, social media, all that stuff. Um, It's not so much so to directly get leads for him, but it'll be, you know, an indirect uh, play to get leads. Because if somebody's looking up information on this one area of law, which a lot of people do and a lot of people will, um, they're going to find him is the hope. And he'll be the guy to, to go to. He's even like, and I'm t- it's older. This guy's like, I'm, I'm going to make a YouTube page, start monetizing that thing. I was like, man, you're speaking my language. That's awesome. He got a new office that has an extra, uh, has extra office space. So he's like, this is going to be my studio. He's got lights and getting cameras and stuff. Man, how cool is that? Just always getting better, always doing new stuff, always improving, right? Still shooting for the moon. That stuff's inspiring to me, man. So anyways, Monday, I had to go down there, say what's up, talk to him, gave him a new proposal, um, you know, and uh, 
Drove back, so that's like a what four hour turnaround, probably five. The lovely Liz was was in tow with me, so you know we had to stop and eat. You know when you're in another city, you got to stop and eat. <laughs> got back, had to get the kids all changed out, take them trick or treating, and for sure we had to go to the lovely Liz's friend's house. That was all the way across town, way across town, in another town. Had to walk around in that neighborhood, get home late. And then my oldest son, you know, we we have to watch a scary movie because it's Halloween. So we watch a movie and felt like the day never was never going to end. But it was fun. It was fun. My kids were Power Rangers, Black Widow, my daughter's Black Widow, and my oldest was Indiana Jones. And it was hard to find Indiana Jones costume so we had to piece it together and cost four times as much as a costume on amazon was and we said why didn't we buy it on amazon and we both looked at each other and discussed because we should have done that instead of going to every store to buy one piece at a time anyways um i know what i want to talk about today i want to talk about some things that i run into sometimes and uh, what i'm trying to get better at is um noticing things that happen frequently you know, in my day to day, and then um, writing it down so I can think further on that topic. And that's what this podcast is. So think tank for me. Um, it's it's hopefully helping you guys as you come through the ranks, if you will, of becoming an agency owner or, you know, owning your own gig, your own shop. Uh, and, you know, I want to point out relatable things and, and point out some, some, you know, some things that I've learned over time. And one of the things I learned over time is how to spot an amateur, right? Spotting an amateur. What what do I mean by amateur? I mean spotting a person who's new to this, right? And there's a couple things about people who are new to this, right? There's a couple ways that more experienced people like myself, I'm going to put myself in the experience portion in the experience bucket for this episode because I am. Uh but there's a couple ways that we receive amateurs. Right. There's on one there's one side where we meet with the amateur and we're like, okay, this guy's new to this, but I like it. Right. This is her first time meeting with the agency owner, but I'm going to give her a little leeway. I like where her brain is, where her mind is. I like how she's framing things. And then there's the other side where we get to talking and five minutes in. I'm looking for somebody to call me so I can get away from this person, <laughs> right? And that's just me being truthful, me being honest. I want to help everyone, but sometimes with amateurs in the business or in any business, sometimes, I guess it's a personality thing, it's it's just hard for me to stomach. It's hard for me to get to the point where I even want to help. You know what I mean? And I'm going to give you some things that I've seen over the past few weeks, actually, um, spotting an amateur. And I'm not going to just going to say, here's some things they do that piss me off. I'm going to say, here's some things that I see that I notice. Because, you know, if somebody hits me up and they're like, hey, I want to work with you, I want to do X, Y, Z, I'm going to look you up. I'm going to look you up on social. I'm going to see what you're already doing, right? Because I don't want to go into a business relationship with someone to do their marketing or their advertising and, you know, pitch them something that they're already doing well. 
Why would I do that? Then I would be a salesman, right? And when I, I feel like I got to explain it, but when I say salesman, I mean just a person who sells and doesn't understand, you know, the work that goes behind it, right? I don't want to be that ever. So I don't want to pick up the phone. Somebody's like, you know, I really need marketing. And then I say, okay, here's our marketing packages. (laughs) I want someone to say I need marketing. And then I look them up and then I call them and I'm like, hey, you don't need marketing. What you need is X, Y, Z, right? So one of the first things I see um, that immediately alerts me, hey, this person is an amateur. Um, I'll just give you an example. This week, got an intake through the website uh, as a guy. Hey, I own um, I own a barbershop. Uh, let's talk. I need marketing, okay? Um, so I look him up. Before I call him, before I write him back, hey, let's have a conversation, I look him up. Now, does he own a barbershop? Yes, he does. Uh, are there several owners of this barbershop? Yes, there are. Red flag number one. Red flag number one, Right? So I know I'm going to have to deal with multiple people when it comes to decision making, when it comes to billing, all that good stuff. Um, I look at some of the content they've put out. Uh, Some of the content are just pictures of cars. (laughs) Not joking. Just a Lamborghini. So, okay, well, that, uh, that's interesting. So they obviously need some help with, you know, social media tactics. Maybe I can give them some advice on, you know, how to set up ring lights and, and get good good footage of the hair they cut, you know. Or um, maybe, you know, they offer a back-to-school special where they give haircuts for free. You know, how can we promote that? Do a promotional video for that. Get some recognition, right? That's all. what I'm thinking as I'm scrolling through this feed. All right, so I see Lamborghini. And then I stumble on a video, okay? I click on the video the person they say hey here the uh here here's tuesday tips or something like that here's my tuesday tips tune in every tuesday for tips from me and the guy says if you're a barber and you do xyz you're doing it wrong if you're uh okay i'm back hopefully that didn't uh mess anything up sorry that's the first time i stopped the uh podcast for a call but it was all good. Just sent off a major proposal today. Um, it's a pretty big one, so hopefully this this closes. It could be, it could be game changing. Uh, you know what? Towards the end of the year, uh, especially in my world, in in the digital world, you run into a lot of uh, customers who are trying to like offload funds because they've they've been so tight with their marketing budget throughout the year, and then they look at it in October, November, and they're like, oh man, we you know, let's do one major push and see what we can grab. So, so then whatever works here for sure at the end of the year, then we can roll that over to next year. So it's one of those deals where somebody's like, we got to offload several hundred grand, um, get us a proposal. So I had to send that off. Anyways, what was I talking about? The barber I was talking about the barber and, uh, yeah. So he was giving tips and he's like, uh, yeah, if you're a barber and you're doing this, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and, it just showed to me like, okay, this is like amateur level entrepreneurship, right? Because what, what let's, let's just take barbers, for example. Even if you're an amateur, I feel like 
you should have done some research on, like before you even promote your business, before you do any types of, you know, Tuesday tips, anything like that, you, you need to know the landscape, right? You need to have done some research on what's working for others, what has worked for others. And not necessarily steal that, but use that to frame, you know, your approach. You know what I mean? So no, of a, a, a front-facing camera video of you in an echoey bathroom telling barbers how to cut hair isn't going to cut it, you know? So if I see that as amateur, what what's the customer going to see it as? You know what I mean? So I, that's a bigger, broader point. But the things that I see, not necessarily, not, not necessarily everyone's going to see that as amateur, but hey, man, a good majority of people will. Right? So I'm not going to come to you to get a $85 haircut if you're throwing barbers under the bus on a front-facing camera video in a bathroom. Not going to do it. You know? I think if you're starting up a business and you approach someone for help, it shouldn't be, I need your marketing services. It should be, I've done what I can up until the, the point where I can't do it all. That's why I need help. Now that doesn't scream amateur to me. That screams they've they've, you know, put some legwork into this. And they know, you know, they've read this the website, they've looked at what we've done for others, they've done their research and they know what they need. Opposed to I need help marketing. That's a bad call out. That's a bad request, especially for my company, because we're very specific on what we do, especially on the site. And if it was a word of mouth referral, I'm sure that someone said they can help you with marketing and he should have looked at it anyway. He had to look us up because he submitted it through the website. So that screams amateur too. I need you to do all this for me <laughs> without saying, hey, here's my budget. Uh, I've tried X, Y, Z. Um, I'd love to sit down and talk with you. Uh, do you have time in the next couple of weeks? Right? That's a good approach. So that so if you're doing that, if you're if you're just winging it and then you're you're you know, you're reaching out and just saying I need help with this just to sit down and talk with people and you don't have it you don't have your next step even semi figured out, that that just screams amateur to me. Another thing <laughs> that screams amateur to me is uh, when I'm meeting with someone, let's say it's a startup company or let's say it's a restaurant, restaurant owner, owner, sit down with them and I say, okay, so who are you targeting? Like, who's your, who's your perfect client? And they say, everybody screams amateur, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes back to my last point. Not everyone, you have to have done some legwork to figure out who your customer is, okay? And that's with any business. That's if you're a copywriter, a designer, any of that. Who is your client? It's not everyone, okay? Could it lead to everyone? Honestly, probably not. You got to know who your who who your services are best served to, right? You have to know, even if it, if it's a pizza shop. You got to know. We do these personal or these uh, uh, 
persona profiles on like here are our perfect customers here's the male version here's the female version and we go this guy we give him a name like this is uh, jimothy blake (laughs) he is 34 years old maybe 34 to 50 uh here's where he grew up right here's what he values um and when I say here's what he values, I don't mean like he values money. I mean like he values time with his family. He values his off hours. He values vacationing, right? Um, he might watch these sports. He might watch these programs. He dresses this way. He shops at these places, probably. But then we go deeper. You know, he shops at Banana Republic because he probably watches this type of programming. And when he goes out with his wife or they go on vacation, he wants to look nice. You know, he works on his fitness as much as he can uh, while still getting, you know, sparing time for for his family life, for his kids. And then on the other side, we do Jeanette, you know. Jeanette uh, graduated college uh, or maybe bypassed college with experience, right? It could be one or two things. We do these full profiles because that really helps us like determine especially when we're talking to people or when we bring on new salespeople or bring on new developers or anything like that um it lets it frames like if you're talking to someone and they meet any of these criterias then that's probably our customer you know so if it's a pizza shop you should have something like that down hey um blue collar workers you know they usually stop in around lunchtime with their coworkers, or they come in on Friday nights, every Friday night or Thursday night with their family. They have two kids, right? One of the, they have a son and a daughter. The son plays football. The daughter's a cheerleader. She loves being on social media. I mean, think about how that frames everything about your restaurant, right? From the decor to the offerings, like how many kids plates do you have, Right? What types of toppings? Because if your if your if your primary customer or if your perfect customer is uh, Zach Lechon, you know, <laughs> and and uh, he's an artiste, right? And he drives a Maserati. That guy probably likes artisanal pizza, and he likes a good dining experience, right? See what I mean? So your demographic isn't everyone. It can't be everyone. It can't be. Not to start with. As you grow bigger and you have different divisions of your company, maybe you have a division that caters to that type of person. Cool. If you if you do logo designs, maybe you have a division that does enterprise-style logo designs. What that means is not only do you do logo designs, but you do uh, interdepartment designs, right? Or product release designs. Uh, and then you have another department that does your mom and pop shops, right? We do bait and tackle and fish stuff. <laughs> they know how to talk to that different type. Anyways, anyways, I'm going on a tangent. But that lets that that shows me like kind of an amateur status when you're more like everybody. Everybody needs to eat. <laughs> everybody needs a logo, right? Another thing that screams amateur to me is. Uh, just being in all places all the time. Right? You know those people? You know those folks? 
where you like maybe go to a networking event because someone told you to go and you pop in. You're like, I got, I'm going to give it 10 minutes. I'm so busy. You give it 10 minutes. You pop in and you see that guy. And then six, seven months later, <laughs> you're at a mixer and you see that guy. He's always there, right? What's that guy doing? Guys, what is, what's that guy doing? How is he always somewhere? Serial <laughs> networkers? You know what I mean? Like, what are they getting out of it? Is it just... Can it, okay, I understand. Kind of, man. I kind of understand if you're in insurance sales. Kind of. Because that's a different type of sales approach. One of my best friends is in is in insurance, and he is consistently networking. However, he turns he turns those like dinners and lunches and all that. He he bulks all those people together, and then he has like every two months he has a big event at one of these places that he goes to have lunch or dinner at, and he sponsors it right with his insurance company, and he brings everyone in, right? And then over time, someone's like, "I'm I need insurance. I'm just gonna call him." Right, so that's a roundabout, indirect way of getting a sell, uh, just becoming chummy with a lot of people. So I get it in that in that perspective. But just going to network events, like there's one out here. It's called like Gold Star or Gold Coin or Gold Card. I don't know, man. I never went, but they have it every week, and every week you come in, and every week you have to have your business cards. And every week they literally, it's like speed dating. They sit you down at a table with another person and you have to tell them what they, what you do and they tell you what they do and then you see if you need each other. Hey, get me out of this room. That's me in the room. Oh, we're doing that? Get me out of here. <laughs> oh, we're sitting down and I'm telling him and then they're telling me, um, get me out of here. That's me in that room. Is amateur to me. I don't have I don't have the capacity, the brain power to sit down and learn so many people's names or listen to your business. I I just not in that setting. Not if that's what that's all about. And they pay, they pay to do that. One hundred fifty dollars a month. Maybe it's an annual fee of two hundred fifty dollars, something like that. What's happening? Because you're trying to meet with someone, like you're meeting people who want to sell you something, and you're there because you're selling something. So nobody has money. (laughs) I don't know. Am I wrong? Let me know if I'm wrong. But that just screams a little amateur to me, you know? You're looking up like networking events in my area. Don't do that to get sales. Put your head down, build your build your brand, right? And that's another point. Let me. Oh, this is all flowing into points, right? It's another point. This is way down my list, but I'm just going to jump into this now. Another thing that screams screams amateur to me is announcing the launch of things that no one has asked for. And nobody is expecting or expectant for, right? Expectant for, is that the right way? 
Yeah, have you seen those? You're online and they're like, hey, big news. <laughs> big news. Next week, 6 p.m., make sure you go to this website. Big news. And just crickets, right? I see that so much. I've, I've almost had meetings with people who have gotten through my first kind of, you know, I've felt them out a little. Okay, cool. That sounds good. What do you do? Oh, I sell this. Oh, that sounds cool. And then I look them up. I look up their site and the site says coming soon, you know. Just wasted an hour and a half of my time. Be further along. Right? Get further along. So then you don't feel or seem so amateur to people. Get further along. Like, honestly, again, this might just be me. Honestly, I am not here to be on the ride with you, on the journey with you to launch your business. Who's here for that? Family and friends. That's who's there for you. Family and friends. Don't announce to the world, and and for sure, don't expect the world to hop on board (laughs) for your launch just launch it launch it what do you think looks less amateur okay two scenarios what do you think looks less amateur first scenario guys I'm launching my website next week everyone please go visit it when it launches and then two days later I'm launching my website in five days oh my gosh guys it's going to be amazing one day before tomorrow's the big day Everyone go to the website when it launches. And then that day, my website's live. Everyone go to it. Okay? That's one scenario. Oh, this will roll out for a website. Here's the second scenario. Check out this work I did with this client. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> and you go to their site, and their site's beautiful, and they have more work on it. Right? They've got past work on it. They've got clients on it. Right? Which one's less amateur? You tell me. I'll wait. The person who you didn't even know had been killing it, right? That's more impressive. It's kind of like going to a YouTube channel, right? You check out one guy's video. You stumble on somebody's video. You're like, oh, that was cool. Let me check out their channel. And their channel has two videos on it. Are you going to revisit it? Are you going to remember to go back and check this person's stuff out, right? Like their video. (laughs) I've seen this. I've seen this. I've seen this. Hey, here's, uh, it it says, here's uh, episode two of our family time. Family, you know, the the Herald's family extravaganza. Uh, Episode two. Click on it. Watch episode two. It's seven minutes of them in the kitchen baking. I don't know. And then I go to the channel, and then there's just episode one and two. Hey. Hey. Where's episode three? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I I hope this is coming across not like I'm not trying to make fun of anything or anyone, but it's it's do the work. Do the work and the stuff will come. And that sounds so cliche. I hate that I said that. Scratch that. Don't just do the work. But it's more important. It's more important to complete, to push out your work, your completed work, and to just keep it moving. 
than it is to do one thing and want everyone to pay attention to the one thing. Does that make sense? I hope so. Because if, if I'm looking at it, an experienced person, I'm like, okay, where's the rest? I heard this story. Um, this guy <clears throat> um, wrote beautiful songs, like amazing songs, hit songs. And he got a meeting with a record executive. I don't know what record company. And he came in and he had 20 songs. They were amazing. Every song was amazing. The guy listened to every single one of them, like the A&R or whatever, the record company guy. Loved all. He's like, oh, these are amazing. Listen to all 20. And then he uh, told the guy, he was like, all right, well, I'll give you a record deal when you can come back with 200 of these. And the guy's like, what? There's 20. He's like, yeah, but come back when you have 200. Then I'll know you're serious. You see what I mean? I hope that makes sense for this for this topic. I feel like I'm all over the place, man. I've had like 18 cups of coffee today. And dang, we're moving fast. Um, what are some some other signs really quickly? Um, what did I write down? Oh, constantly promoting offers, right? And never showing work. Like, you know, uh, uh, I know a lot of photographers do this. Hey, this holiday season, you know, $39 hour sessions. And then you go to their page and all you just see is offers from last season, then another offer from the previous season, another offer from the previous season. You don't see their work. Hey, why am I going to do a book an hour with you? And you got no pictures of your pictures. Right? So let's not do that. Let's maybe showcase the photography. Right? Have that ready to go. So when I click on your offer, I can immediately see all that stuff. That, that's awesome. Right? I can help with that, especially with marketing, because you've done the work to have the content. Um, I'm going to speed through these other ones. Talking about how many books you read, don't do that. Uh, name dropping, don't do that. <laughs> Being overly agreeable, please don't do that. Um, not understanding the full 360 scope of what it takes to run a business, right? A lot of times I hear people say, oh, I hadn't considered that. And all I've said was, how do you invoice people? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Okay. Let's watch some more YouTube videos and figure that out, maybe. Right? And then the last point I had, and sorry I had to run through these, but I can I can you know I can riff on those later. Last point I had was not valuing someone's time is a clear sign that you're new to this. Cause as you get more and more into your business and into, you know, getting new clients or getting new customers and stuff like that. You're going to value your time so much. This is a tip for you. You're going to value your time so much that you'll start to, you know, understand that with other people who are doing work. So, you know, what an amateur would do is book out a meeting with, say, we'll just use me, for example, book out a meeting with me. That meeting will be an hour and it might lead to me saying, let me get you a proposal for that. I send over the proposal and then I don't hear from you for a few weeks. And then all of a sudden I have a new calendar meeting or a calendar invite to a meeting uh, through my schedule link. I meet with you again for an hour. We talk about the same thing that we talked about. I say, you still have that proposal. They say yes. And then I don't hear from you. And then this keeps happening, right? That's not fair to somebody. It's not fair to somebody whose time 
you know, they're using, I'm, a lot of times I use my time and consult with the people and kind of give them a guideline of like, Hey, here's everything you need to be working on need to be doing. And so, and a lot of times too, I'll, I'll take away stuff from my proposals because I'm like, Hey, if you do these things, it'll be a lot cheaper. And, and if you go this route, you know, you won't need my services so much. Like you can really take that. Or if you listen to these, uh, these, uh, uh, teachers online, or if you take these courses, right, you can probably figure this out. Um, and you know, half the time that doesn't happen. Sometimes they take that and they run with it and it's awesome. And I look at their stuff two months from now and I'm like, Oh, they're doing it. They're killing it. Awesome. I'm not worried about their proposal anymore. And I'm glad that they use my time for good. That's great. Um, but half the time, you know, doesn't work. <sighs> Anyways, value people's time. I hope those were, were some good uh, pointers on, you know, how not to like seem too amateur to people. Um, I know those were pretty specific and I rambled on. I had a call in the middle of it. This wasn't the most put together podcast. I get it. I'm going to do another one here in a couple of days. Hit you with two. Bang, bang. Next one will be far better. But I hope you got some good tidbits out of this. Um, hit me up on Twitter at Dominic D-O-M-I-N-I-C-K underscore T-M-G that's Tango Mango Gango you can always hit me up on the website themontgomerygroup.us you can check out the cool data stuff we're doing over at audiencerent.com hey audience rent guys I gotta say never been a part of something that's been moving so fast and it's so awesome Uh, that is mine (laughs) just hey that's just how I feel it's so awesome. It's so fulfilling. Um, it's really cool to see something grow and benefit other people. Um, get you know, It gets people paid for their data, which is great. Because right now we're dealing with the intermediary, which, is, which are the big platforms, and brands, and brands haven't been able to work together like they should, but we're, we're lessening that gap between the brands. Um, so it's really cool, man makes me feel real good uh so check that out and then uh check out link app l-i-n-q app.com use the code uh no sleep at checkout for 15 percent off i'll holla at you guys in a few days <laughs>